Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. It is Wednesday, March 9th, and I'm still in New Jersey. And we've got a lot to go over yesterday. Um, markets were good, um, sold off at the end. I mean, it was a wild ride yesterday. Um, there's some big news. Um, one of the quotes that I heard yesterday after hours, which was probably the best um, overall kind of summary of what's going on is from Dan Nathan um, on CNBC after hours. And essentially the summary of what he said is there's smarter people than us who know exactly how to read charts. There's much smarter economists out there. And what these people, both of these people have in common is they're saying there's something broken in the market and we probably still have a leg down to go. Rather than finding a reason to say, hey, both these groups are wrong, uh, we should listen to them and just know that things probably are going to get worse before they go get better. And what's um, something that's going to get better? Who knows? Oil, most likely today, if you're looking at the pre-market, oil stocks are tumbling. Um, Chevron, Oxy, they're all going down. Um, they're taking a breather today. UCO, let's take a look at our favorite UCO. Um, I don't know that I would play SCO today just because it's probably um, not necessarily going to take a huge, it's not going to stay, I should say, in my mind. I think oil prices are just going up. So you've gone from 522 at close on SCO to about 560. And UCO has taken a leg down from about, it closed at 193. And it is now down at about 180. So you're looking at those going down. Um, Oxy, which is my famous trade, is 63. Bought it at the high. It's down near 51 now. So I, I'm still losing money on that. I'll probably get out of that one uh, just for a stop loss. But again, I, I do believe in Oxy as a long one. Um, it came out yesterday that the U.S. Uh, asked for a meeting with the United Arab Emirates and Saudis. Um, they said no. Um, it'll probably keep uh, oil at the current rate um, of pumping for the next three to six months. They did have some high-level meetings with the Venezuelans that came out, um, and, and they're looking at that kind of to pump and fill the hole that's, that's left by Russia. The other thing that came out um, was that Putin is banning the export of products and raw materials until the end of the year. This will most likely make wheat. Um, P-A-L-L, I believe I saw that one is up in pre-market. No, it's down. It, it, commodities and, and, you know, again, a lot of these that have had the run, um, people are taking profits. They don't know what's going to go on. Again, Putin is backed into a corner. Who knows what's going to happen? 
McDonald's, Starbucks, uh, Nike, everybody announced yesterday they're not doing business in Russia. Even one that we mentioned yesterday, CEI, um, that one's taken a breather. It's down to, it closed at 124. I think it went all the way up to about 140, yeah, um, in pre-market. And it's taken a breather. It's down at about 120, but that's a good one as well. I posted an article um, about some of these small cap oil names uh, on my Twitter. And you can check that out. I, I listed them in, in particular. Um, I'll be keeping an eye on those. Um, uh, but I wanted to talk about, there, there's a stock that, that one of our listeners kind of had brought up, CIM. Yeah, I don't even know which, what the company's name is. Let me pull it up. It is um, Zim Integrated Shipping Services. I knew it was a shipper because he's the Thomas is the same one who brought up uh, GOGL. But um, this Zim, they announced earnings pre-market. It, it's huge. Um, they they closed at seventy. They're trading at seventy-seven pre-market. Uh, their earnings were good. They increased the dividend. Um, I have to, it doesn't have an updated dividend date here, ex-dividend date, um, but I'll look it up. This is another one like GOGL where we played, which was a, I think a 20%, 28% dividend, um, something in that neighborhood. It was 90 cents. Uh, I remember I bought a, you know, a, a good load of it. I'll get like a $900 dividend here when on the payout, but the ex-dividend date, remember you have to buy it the day before the ex-dividend date. So if the ex-dividend date were today, Wednesday, March 9th, that means you had to buy it by the close of March 8th um, in order to get paid the dividend. You can sell it anytime after that, but at the close, the recording date of that, that, right, that, that dividend is when you will get uh, recorded and then it's paid out at a later date. So whatever your profit is again um gogl their dividend date i think is the 31st or something like that or it might be the 11th but you'll see a drop on the pay date which means nothing it's just people saying oh i got paid i'm gonna sell the stock now well you can sell it anytime as long as you're uh <clears throat> it recorded as holding the stock on the x dividend date at the close of business you're gonna get paid so I wanted to go over that because this play, ZIM, they've got a huge dividend coming up. When you look in TrendSpider, and I'll post this on uh, on Twitter, and, and, and I got to write a Medium blog at some point again, too, because I'm getting um, posted on that one. But I don't see their ex-dividend date listed yet, even on TrendSpider. So um, I've got to look that one up. But they did announce... Um, uh, they don't even have it available on TrendSpider right now. The trend on this one is up. The MACD is down. They announced huge earnings. The RSI is at 51. Um, this one is poised for a breakout because of the earnings. When you look at the last earnings, it did the same thing. It, it um, Right about the time, you know, afterwards, it looks like December, it kind of traded along with the market, but it's using the 200-day to bounce off of so the 200 day is at 59. I don't expect it to come back down there. Um, their PE ratio is 2.54. I think the industry average is somewhere around four. Um, a good 
It, now that sounds low, but remember these things have huge dividend payments. Um, Zim is going to be around a 17% dividend, I believe, somewhere in that neighborhood. I'm not sure exactly, but it might be even higher. Um, so when you have big dividends, you don't invest in growth of your company. So your company isn't expected to necessarily quote unquote grow. That's returning the money to shareholders with the big uh, dividend payment. The assumption is that your actual core stock will go down because you're not investing in growth. Well, the shipping services, um, I haven't listened to the call. I don't exactly know. I, I can't imagine they're not um, uh, impacted by higher costs in oil, just like everybody else is. But um, that dividend is meant to return the money to you, not necessarily put back in the business so it's not a growth business. So while the EPA, um, the PE ratio is low, it's, it's low for a reason because they're paying out all the money in the dividend. So um, that's kind of a just a an educational kind of overview of what dividends and what I kind of look for. But I do think that Zim is a good one to look into, just like I thought GOGL is a good one to look into. Again, trade the trend, look at it. Um, in pre-earnings, again, Bumblebee earnings, um, they are up 30%. Stitch Fix is just like Peloton, it's getting broken um in this market so uh you know trade trade with what you will um essentially the way i think of this market is oil is taking a day off and you're going to look at dow and nasdaq and, and other stocks going up um this is what's called a bear market trap and again to dan nathan's point something is broken we've got to go lower yesterday we touched um and didn't break the February 24th lows on the, the, the NASDAQ chart. Um, and so again, if that's providing support, then we're probably going to see a bounce and we're going to see another leg. And at some point we're going to see a leg lower. Um, what everyone is saying is that Apple trading at 27 PE or 25 PE, depending on which day's close you look at, it's got to come back down to 17. Um, and if that comes back down to 17, you're looking at Apple around 145, 150. Um, and if that's the case, that needs to come down to bring the market down. And if Apple starts coming down, you're going to see every other stock come down with it. You're going to have some opportunities in the market, but it's going to be a market picker's game. Um, so CrowdStrike reports today. They were down yesterday. Let's see where they are today at pre-open. I think everything's trading up. Yeah, they closed at 156. They're trading up to 163. This is earnings after the bell. Um, I expect this to go back to the 180s um, with even a semi-good news that, hey, we've thwarted Russia's attacks, um, you know, something of, of that kind of thing. Um, so I think that's one with Putin announcing uh, the ban of exports, PALL. I think this is a good day to buy into PALL. I think it's also a good day to invest in UCL. Take the downturn. It's at 178. It's continuing to go down. Take the downturn and, and hold on to it for a little while. I think this is a $200 stock. So you've got 10, 20% left in it. Um, I think it may be down rather large today. It's oversold. 
Um, China is currently scrambling, trying to get control of their own energy crisis. They are currently a friend of Russia, but they also don't want to uh, piss off the West. So essentially, if China goes and buys all of Russia's oil, which I think is at um, $20 a barrel, but you're trading at around 120 for every other oil. So China may, may take a calculated step and say, hey, let's buy the oil under undercover or do something and you know import it. They share a borders, border so it wouldn't be hard for them to actually buy it and import it without too many people necessarily knowing. Um, but it, it, it would be something that I wouldn't put past those two. Um, that would probably bring down some price of oil. Um, and I don't know that too many people would. The news may cover it. It may just be, you know, by administrations, hey, whatever, blah, blah, blah. China can do what they want to do. We don't agree with it, but it's not. It might not get a ton of necessarily uh, view because China's not a friend to the West. They don't want to be friends with the West. They were hoping that... Um, Putin would be successful and that NATO wouldn't align and that um, the West wouldn't necessarily do anything. That's essentially what they were hoping for, but they didn't get it. So um, again, today I'm looking at trying to buy some of these beaten down ones in oil. Um, Chevron is a good one. CVX, if you want to play a big oil name, um, they're, they closed at 170. They're trading at 164. My guess is you can pick this up at 160 today. Um, their PE ratio is 20. My guess is that they go all the way to 25, which would bring them up to about a 190, um, 1200 mark. Their dividend yield is 3.3%. So um, Exxon, XOM is a good one. Uh, this one is trading down to 84. Um, and you're still, you know, if you get one day of this, big deal. But again, I, I, in my mind, this bounce that you're seeing today, it's an opportunity to take some of these names that the oil names in particular, energy in particular, that's been beaten down and get into those names. Um, again, Zim is a good one. Um, I think that dividend, I'll look up the dividend yield and things on that one. Um, one of the ones that I wanted to look at today too is um, Oracle. ORCL. Um, that is one that, remember, I was trying to play around earnings. Earnings is coming up. Now, ever since I've announced, hey, let's look at earnings because there's a gap here between um, 99 and 102. Oracle is one that's not necessarily um, affected by higher rate of energy prices. They, they, sometimes would be but again they're not going to come out and say hey shipping costs cost us a ton blah 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 their earnings are on march 10th post market um we just had a macd cross down the rsi is at 33 this one has been beaten down and if you remember why i said i was interested in it oracle is of the the top tech companies um Apple is the number one buyback seller of their shares. Um, Oracle is number two. The difference is Apple has been, you know, giving out the shares that they buy in executive bonuses um, and also providing them to the options market. 
Oracle does not. Oracle actually retires their shares when they buy them. So they, they've got a dividend. Um, let me see what their dividend yield is. It's, it's very minor, I think, if there is one. Um, yeah, it's a 1.75 currently. They're trading up in the pre-market, um, up a dollar from 73 to 74. This is one that I might, uh, you know, again, it's low today. And that MACD has kind of, on the four-hour chart, it's faked us out one, two, three, four times um, in the last, uh, you know, few months. But I do believe that Oracle is an opportunity, again, against earnings. When I look at their five-day chart here on a five-minute, it's downward. There is a um, a volume gap here, a volume shelf, I should say, at 74.13 to 74.37 over the past five days. When I drag that out to 10 days, um, the shelf is up near 75, 75 to 76.24. So I, I do think there's some upward momentum that, that could come into this stock um, heading into earnings. Their P-E ratio is 29, so it is rather high um, from a historical S&P, and they're not necessarily a growth company, even though they are growing their cloud in the last few earnings. They have been growing. Um, but I think this one might be a good one to trade into um into earnings and again the earnings come up on the 10th so my belief is that this probably could be an opportunity to look in there if i look at my portfolio pre-market um obviously you, you're seeing and this was crazy i posted this on twitter this morning the cryptos um what's nuts and, and i don't know if this was the the news that that broke it but all of the cryptos are up like eight to ten percent in the pre-market, and it all seems to be revolved around the executive order that came out from Biden. I don't know exactly what the executive order is, but I think it just tells the um, the different uh, agencies within the federal government to say, "Hey, we've got to start looking at this. We've got to start regulating uh, crypto." Um, it was telegraphed that this was coming out. It's been in the news for the past seven days that, uh, hey, Biden's going to release an executive order. What I don't understand is over the past week, um, the, the, the executive order has been telegraphed out there <clears throat> and markets went down. Now that the executive's order is out there and the, the assumption is that the U.S. government's going to start regulating this stuff, which isn't good. The, the, the cryptos go up. And so the only thing in my mind that I can think of is that the market is happy that there's going, there potentially could be some framework in regulation over the next few, few months, years, whatever, um, that the, the U.S. government is actually going to do something. I don't know. Um, you know, it, it very well could be something um, to, to, to keep an eye on. I've been a big believer in the GBTC. I think that one is undervalued. Um, it's trading at a discount to Bitcoin. And so if I look at GBTC, it's trading up uh, 28. So it's up about 10% in the pre-market. Looks like it's about what crypto, what Bitcoin is up. Uh, I own GBTC and ETHE. Uh, 
GBTC is up 8%. ETHE is up 8%. Um, GBTC had a sell on March 7th in the afternoon, in the morning candle, sorry, in the morning candle for a 10% loss. Um, yeah, it looks like a 10% loss on that one. But we are making money in this one. Um, it, it's been a volatile trade. The downward trend is there. Uh, there's a gap here between 30 and 31. Um, so I think it, that's where it's going to probably fill today. Um, but it is, is you know, again, it's it's a volatile, volatile stock. Um, I, I typically get in and get out of this one. I've traded it several times. Uh, it's a stock, so you don't have to um, alert the federal government that you're you're trading quote unquote bitcoin or, or crypto your your taxes are just like uh stock gains on that one but check with your tax professional as well um so again my assumption on this is we're in a bear market trap here the market's going up i wouldn't throw a ton of money into this i would continue to trade and speaking of our trade one of them that we looked at yesterday m-u-l-n um, which is an EV kind of play. That one, uh, it was up in the pre-market. Let me look at the one minute <clears throat> chart on a two day. And it was up, it went all the way up to 138. Um, it looks like at about 4 a.m. Um, yesterday it traded, it traded down to 104 and then traded up. I posted this one in when it got to that about that $1 mark and said, hey, there's a volume shelf around 120. Um, on a two day, I'm seeing a pretty good volume shelf here at um, 121 to 122. Uh, that's $1.21 to $1.22. Um, when I move that out to a five day, I'm kind of seeing the volume shelf around 88 to 92. So this one has some downside probably magnets in it um, outside of any catalyst um, on it looks like the the first of March this one had a catalyst all the way up to two dollars and ten cents um, two dollars and fourteen cents uh, in the pre-market on the first and then once the market opened it just crashed down to a dollar um, it's still got some some downward momentum here so I, I would be careful with this one. I, I would, you know, again, look at your trends. Look at your, um, if you're trading this one, look at your charts. Um, right now, it looks like it's got some pretty big downward momentum from about 131 down to 126. <clears throat> um, the Bollinger Bands are opening up. Again, you can see the Bollinger Bands at about, it looks like seven, about eight o'clock. They they, they cinched up and then they're starting to open up and it's to the downside. So there's definitely a downside momentum on this one. Um, there's a lot of talk on this one uh, that it's uh, got some, that it's a top penny stock um, with enormous growth potential. Um, there, that's essentially some of the news that's coming out on this. Um, that it, it, again, it's a penny stock this isn't something that I would expect to to run. There's probably some short interest in it um, at, at these levels, so there could be some short squeezes on it. Today, I would, I would trade very carefully in this one. This is not one that I necessarily would say, hey, um, let's look at this to kind of trade and own over a long period of time, even though some people do. Um, 
there's one that's out there that that looked interesting and if you watched um, Charlie um, from Zip Trader put out a video and he listed some of the stocks that they they briefed on over the past that have run up like a thousand percent um he's very good at, at by the way finding some of these and and he kind of goes over where he finds them how he does scanners um and and things of that sort in a video that i posted so <clears throat> watch that video i use just so you're aware trendspider and uh finviz to, to to scan for 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 trades i'll first go to i think it's investor investors business daily or something um and look at uh hey here's the uh Here's the, the the morning runners and blah, blah, blah. And you can look at that and, th and then you find others in that industry and you can usually find something that's running. If you're looking for volatility, that's essentially where your volatility is. But IMPP is one that uh, <clears throat> is trading up. Um, it's trading from 425 to $5. It's a petroleum stock, uh, small cap stock. Um, it's traded, you know, uh, let's see, the day range yesterday was between three, $3.71 to $9.71. It's been a high flyer. Um, it's on its way down right now, it looks like. Uh, I don't know that it necessarily has validation. There is a the five-day. Um, if you look at a five-day, the actual volume shelf, that is the largest the number of people that are holding. Um, it looks like it's between 225 and 274 So... You've got a lot of downward momentum in this one. Um, SVIXI and UVIXI. Um, I would say SVIXI is the one that's probably going to go up today with the market flying. Uh, I would still probably hold off on either one of these. I think your your um, SCO is going to be a good one today. Uh, I think UCO is going to take a day off. Uh, I think a lot of these oil stocks will quote unquote take a day off. Bank of America, that one is finally back um, around. It looks like it's around 39.83. Financials are getting a boost. Um, this one, if you're looking at a five day chart, it's still got a lot of volume here at about 36, but there is um, a slight volume shelf at $40. Um, and then another volume shelf at $42. So if for some reason something happens and financials get a boost, you could see a, a, a kind of boost in this one up over the next few days. I wouldn't expect it, but again, I think you're in a value trap here where you're going to say, oh, it's so low. Um, AMD is one with um, the chips being so beaten down. That's trading at, uh, it closed at 105. It's trading at 109 today. I think you can ride this all the way up to 120 um, easily today. At some point, buy it at 109. Um, trade it all the way up to 120. I think you're going to see that type of volatility today. Uh, so there's opportunities out there. Keep an eye on Twitter. I do think you trade this one carefully. Um, I will post more on Twitter about ZIM if I decide to get into that one for its ex-dividend date. Um, I do think I'll probably wait a day or so. If I'm just getting into it for the ex-dividend date, I probably can wait another couple of days, um, wait for the hype of the earnings to kind of come down, maybe get it around 70, 75. Um, 
There's another one that I'm seeing in my active chart, RIG, which I, I believe is a shipping company, um, which has a uh, has been on fire lately. Yeah, it traded from 468 to 556 yesterday. It's trading down um, Transocean. This is the shipping company that does a lot of oil shipping, um, but they're going to get hit with oil costs as well. So, <clears throat> um, but there is a, it's an interesting five day volume shelf. It's trading at 471 right now, but the biggest volume shelf is at 505. So this may be an opportunity. I'm sorry, the biggest um, shelf is at 495 to 504. So it could be a 25 cent move up. Um, but I would wait for the market to calm down. Sorry to ramble on. Uh, hopefully you'll have a good day. I probably am driving back to Atlanta tomorrow. So I may do a show, a quick one, five, 10 minutes from my car, um, just to give you an idea of where I'm in. Uh, if I decide not to go, if there's weather coming in, but I'll probably drive back to Atlanta tomorrow. So if I don't talk to you, I will talk to you on Friday. Take care, have a great day.